And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. That's right. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is on vacation today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the executive producer of the Consumer Quarterback Show. I've been doing it for Brandon about three years now. Of course, Brandon's been on the air with the Consumer Quarterback Show for eight years. Uh, he's been a consumer advocate for the Bay Area for quite some time, and that's what this show is all about. We are a consumer advocate program. We want to increase your consumption out there. You want to make your uh, dollar go farther. We want you to be smarter when it comes to a lot of the things that we talk about in the show. And again, it started out on the home side because Brandon is the owner of the Platinum MVP team. He's a realtor here in the Bay Area, has been for quite a while. And of course, we had a bunch of great home service folks that came on the show. But in addition to that, now there's health and fitness, uh, lots of legal advice. So the show has really expanded to provide a lot more uh, knowledge for you, the consumer in the Bay Area, because that's what we're all about here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're uh, If you're listening to us now on AM860, we'd love that. Of course, you can hear us Sunday mornings on 102.5 FM as well. Check out YouTube. Go to YouTube and search the Consumer Quarterback Show. Lots of great videos. And uh, all of our expert contributors have files and posts up there that you can check out and get to know them. In addition, of course, we have sponsors for the show, and one of the sponsors for our show is the Veteran Gutters. Brandon Porter owns Veteran Gutters. He's been a, with the show now for about a year. Uh, if you're looking to get gutters put on your house, get in touch with Brandon. He does such a great job. Of course, he's a veteran himself, and of course, his crew is all veteran, and of course, he's got discounts for all, anyone out there that did military service, and the idea is just we want to get all that water that's coming down now this time of year away from your foundation. It's not a good idea to just have water pouring off your roof into the ground right around your house. So get in touch with Brandon Porter at Veteran Gutters. does a great job for us, longtime friend of the show. And of course, as I mentioned, Brandon is a realtor here in the Bay Area, has lots of property for you, even in this time of real estate scarcity throughout the Bay. Johnny is our TV producer. He's going to throw up a few properties for us. What do we got here? One in Brandon. So if you're looking for uh, a location in Brandon, he's got one at 1211 North Parsons Ave. This is a former chiropractor's office, a prime location, great opportunity. Business and clients are already in place. Uh, the sale includes all the machines and equipment on site. He's got a break room and a kitchen area, waiting room, several treatment rooms. So if you're looking for a commercial opportunity office space, uh, this would be a great one. 1211 North Parsons Ave in Brandon. Get in touch with Brandon about that and uh, get in touch with him about any commercial or residential opportunity. What else you got, Johnny? If you're looking to get into Pinellas, here's a residential opportunity in the Pinellas area. 117 14th Bel Air Beach. Four bedroom, three bath, private pool, gourmet kitchen. Air bathtub, temperature-controlled wine closet. Are you kidding me? I want that one. Hold that one, Johnny, for me. 117 14th Bel Air Beach in Pinellas. Man, that is sharp. If you're looking to get in touch with Brandon about any of the properties you hear pitched, give the Platinum MVP team a call. Again, he's got great opportunities for you. Don't leave money on the table. All right, we're going to start the show with uh, Millie Athanason, a longtime attorney, a friend of ours on the show. But Brandon uh, Faust is here in studio as well. Just tell us a little bit about what you're going to cover today, Brandon. Anything in particular? Sure. Anything having to do with mold? Any questions <laughs> that you guys hear? I'm here for the consumer. So you mean there's mold? Advice. Yeah. There's mold in Florida? I it can't believe happen. it. You know, there's a lot of Brandons in Florida, too, if you think about it. Brandon <laughs> Ryan's, Brandon Porter, the home in Brandon, and Brandon Faust, all in the same show. Don't go anywhere if you're into Brandons. We got them all here <laughs> on the show today, in addition to Millie Athanason. Millie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. Now, Millie, I know you always have great legal advice for us. And one of the things you talked about last time was selecting an attorney. I know today you're going to cover divorce. And I just want you to, if you could, hit the highlights because I sure, you know, by the time you realize you want a divorce, you probably should have already taken steps towards that thing. And uh, what about selecting an attorney before we get into the divorce stuff? 
Well, you know, I I always say to be be careful in selecting your attorney to make sure that you have a personal interview with them and that you understand or have, you know, make sure your expectations are known. Right. Asking that. Um, so that this way you're going to have a more beneficial relationship because you and your lawyer are going to have to work as a team in order to present your case to the court if it winds up going that far. Or to even enter into a settlement agreement, you want to have somebody that has your best interest at heart. Right, because again, you may go in there thinking, we're going to get millions and millions, and the attorney may say, hold your horses for a second, it's not going to be quite that easy, so readjust your expectations a little bit. Yes, you do. I mean, that's something I always try to find out right at the initial interview, is what what is the person seeking? Mm -hmm. What do they hope the end result will be? And and then we go from there. So, yes, I think that that's very, very important. But I wanted to talk about, you know, what happens when your spouse says, I think I want a divorce. Yes. Yeah, what do you do? Quite shocking, pretty surprising. All of a sudden you think you're in a great situation and you get told, hey, I want a divorce. I can imagine that would take the air out, right out of your sails. Absolutely. Sometimes people see it coming. Sometimes they don't see it coming and it's a big shock. But you want to act, I think, as though you will move through with confidence. Um, you know, you don't want to be, I mean, yes, you're going to cry and be upset. We mm-hmm. we understand that. But you want to do move through with confidence. And you want to uh, make an environment that allows your spouse to come to you with questions or concerns. In other words, you want to keep those lines of communication open. What happens a lot of times is people become immediately embittered, angry, mistrustful. And so, you know, the the, the uh, mudslinging starts right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that does not help the situation because you guys have a lot of decisions to make when you are planning for a divorce or going through a divorce. And if you can't sit and talk about it, the decisions are not going to be good decisions because you'll be acting out of pure emotion instead of trying to remain somewhat calm yeah. and and make rational decisions. It makes, I, it makes I, a lot I of always, sense. But I just was going to ask you, you know, when you're talking about uh, trying to maintain your, your cool or whatever, or do the do the right thing and not get too hot headed about it. What about uh, when you come at somebody and say uh, they're responsible for this or they're car- you, I hear a lot of this accusations of character assault. In other words, uh, he's a bad person that they're trying to cast aspersions at one another. Does the judge ever say, look, this, this is before we ever get to this kind of thing. There's no need for this. We're going to try to decide this without, you know, just because you tell me that person's bad and they tell me you're bad. There's no, no place for that in the court. Well, yeah, unfortunately, you hear a lot of what we call mudslinging (laughs) in divorce court, because especially when it comes to like custody battles, I mean, character issues come to to float, if you will, come Mm -hmm. to the surface. And so, you you know, you and once what happens is, and I always tell people this, spending a day or two days in a courtroom mudslinging each other does not create an environment for you to move forward with regard to co-parenting. After you just went to court and said, okay, he's a jerk, he's a cheater, he does this, he does that, then you're going to turn around and say, oh, yes, we're going to be wonderful co-parents together. (laughs) Yeah, there's always the future. This is not the end, right? So you got to figure out, you got to have a strategy here. Absolutely. And I always tell clients, you know, when possible to take the high road, it, you will have to bite your tongue many a times, but it is, it is best to take the high road. Courts like to see reasonableness. 
Mm-hmm. They don't want to see somebody that's too far in one direction or too far in the other direction. And there are no judges that are going to think that everybody is 100% right 100% of the time. Okay? Absolutely. So, you, you know, so you want to make sure that you, you present yourself in a reasonable fashion. We understand that nobody's perfect, but as long as you're trying to be your best self and act respectfully towards the other spouse and to the children, I think a judge is going to have a lot easier time making decisions that may work in your benefit. Okay. I wish the, I wish the court actually pulled the parents aside and said, "Hey, you're going about this in a terrible way." <laughs> like just gave them advice on parent because, after, like you said, you're going to be a parent for the rest of your life. This is not going to end here. Absolutely, and many times judges will at pre-trial conferences or case management conferences. I've I've been to many of those where the judges will talk directly to the parties as opposed to the lawyers because normally when you go to court, it's the lawyers doing most of the talking. But there are times when the judge will address the parties and tell them, "Hey, look, you know, we can go forward with this, or you you guys have the uh, opportunity to make your own decisions. Chances are, if I make the decision for you." Neither one of you is going to be happy with what I rule. I mean, I, yeah. I hear that a lot in, in courtrooms, you know, and and so I, I think it's certainly advice to take uh, to heart mm-hmm. and uh, to, to try to, you know, um, understand that, that it, judges are very unlikely to give 100 percent of anything to one party and zero percent of of things to the other party um you know i always i always tell people look at the scales of justice and that's usually the balance that the court is going to be looking for i mean that doesn't yeah that doesn't mean that you you may not get a hundred percent of a certain asset i don't mean it in that way but i'm saying as a whole if we took all the assets one person isn't going to get a hundred percent and the other person gets absolutely nothing. So, um, you know, certainly being able to sit and talk about it and trying to resolve some of the issues, even if you can't resolve all of the issues, you can still uh, settle some of the issues and resolve those and then just go to court on the on the sticking point. Right. Uh, but I also want to tell you that if, if you're getting ready to meet with a lawyer to go seek a divorce, there are certain things you should have in your arsenal. I think a lot of times when people start, you know, announce that they're getting divorced, everybody's pulling records, hiding right. the documents, all this stuff. So yeah, they the immediately start looking at your social media account for the last five years to see if you said anything. Right, right. Um, but some of the things that you want to have is are, are your financial records together. Um, make a copy of your tax returns for the past three years. Uh, make sure you've got your W-2s or 1099s or your, and your pay stubs. Uh, you should know the account numbers and balances for all of your, like, checking and savings accounts, whether they be joint accounts, accounts in one spouse's yeah. name or the other. Um, you also would like, you know, if possible to have a copy of your of a statement showing you and your spouse's current balances for your 401ks, IRAs or any other type of uh, retirement accounts that that you may have. Um, obviously, the more information that your attorney has, the better prepared that we are. And that's why I say we kind of work as a team with the client. Right. To, to set forth all of this, um, you want you know it, it's helpful to know the current value of any other investments that you guys have in joint names or in your own names alone. And you'd be surprised how many spouses you know they'll say, oh, you know, the wife takes 
care of paying the bills or the husband takes care of all that. And and a lot of people just don't know. Right. And so, you know, um, if you're just relying on the other side to produce that, if they don't give those documents to the attorney, the attorney's not going to be able to turn over the documents they don't have. So making sure that you can secure your own copies of these documents before you leave the house or, you know, before all the passwords and usernames are changed. Yeah. Um, you know, Boy, can you think that, what a daunting challenge that is alone? Think of every time you have a password on an account, uh, every single account you have, everything that draws a bill or auto debits from your account, all that stuff has to be taken into account. Oh, absolutely. In fact, one of the things I always do is tell clients to get a confidential email address because... There, there, there has to be an expectation of privacy for mm. attorney-client communications to occur. Oh, I didn't think and that, if, yeah. yeah, so somebody else can hack oh, wow. into that. And, like, if you, if you use your work email, that's not confidential. Mm-hmm. Your employer, you, you know your employer has access to that. So I always tell people to provide me with a confidential email address. Um, you need to know what your current expenses, what does it cost you to live each month, and what do you spend it on? And I know that's hard for a lot of people, but um, we can't determine issues relating to alimony without noting what the income is of the parties and what the expenses are. And we have documents to help do that, but it, it's good to know if you can, like, make a laundry list of your expenses and all expenses that you pay for your children. Uh, when you're married, a lot of times, you know, you whip out the Visa card and, and you don't mm-hmm. really think about what sure. you're spending. It's just on the bill, you know. So there's a lot, and, uh, a lot to consider in terms of the finances because you may not even think of what you're spending as as uh, unique to you or your spouse. It's it's ours, and then when it comes time right. to make a division, you've got to decide where that division is going to be. Right, and you know, and a lot of times, I mean, you, you're taking one household and then dividing it into two households, mm-hmm. so you've kind of got to decide. Okay, where what are my expenses going to be? What can I comfortably afford? Right. Because the standard of living that you have as a couple may not be, in fact, oftentimes isn't the same as you maintain individually. Yeah, that's great advice, Millie. I'm going to get into some more about the kids and how they work into this when we get back from the break. Millie Athanasen, okay. she's a, you can find her at athanasenlaw.com. Great stuff for you on divorce preparation, things you might not consider prior to getting a divorce, things you need to consider prior to getting a divorce. Again, we're going to visit a little bit about how kids play into that when we come back from the break. And don't forget about our feel-good story. i got Denver police giving out advanced auto parts gift cards instead of tickets find out how you can get one of those this is the consumer quarterback show hey this is grant cardone and you're listening to consumer quarterback show hosted by my friend brandon rhymes do not touch that dial i'll come right through the radio and grab your throat to get in touch with brandon call 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. 
Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right. ConsumerQB.com is a great resource for you out there in the Bay. Check it out. You can find all our expert contributors, some of our great sponsors, uh, just like Golf Cart Depot, the sponsor for this segment, Golf Cart Depot. Man, everybody has a golf cart. You see these kids uh, with their skateboards towing each other around the neighborhood. Everyone's walking their dogs, checking everything out. Everyone's got a golf cart, and Golf Cart Depot is the place to go. They have all kinds of makes and models. They offer new and pre-owned financings available. They'll even come do mobile repair for you. Check out any of their Bay Area locations. Discovery Golf Cart, they do such a great job. And, of course, as I mentioned, Brandon, is the owner of the Platinum MVP team. He's got real estate opportunities, both commercial and residential, even in this time of scarcity. Johnny's going to put a few up on the board and we can see what we got here. Here's one in Tampa on West Shore. A chance to build your own dream home. Eight thousand, More than 8,000 square feet on a corner lot. Beach Park, South Tampa neighborhood. Grady Coleman Plant School District, close to downtown Tampa Hyde Park. West Shore Plaza within walking distance, 2000, no, I'm sorry, 202 Southwest Shore Boulevard in Tampa. Great chance to build your own dream home. Get in touch with Brandon and the Platinum MVP team. Here's another one in Tampa. Three side-by-side lots. He's got an investment opportunity for you at 803 East Palm Ave, minutes from downtown. It's zoned for urban mixed use right now. Uh, it's built-in income with tenants already on the site. So 803 East Palm, another opportunity for you from the Platinum MVP team and Brandon. All right, so we, we were visiting with Millie Thanison before the break. Millie was telling us about things that you need to consider when getting a divorce. And, of course, it's all about uh, the future because you're going to go through a divorce, but you're also going to be parents and, and have to get along with each other for the rest of your life anyway. So, Millie, tell us a little bit about how kids play into this. How does the court view a divorce when children are involved? Well, when children are involved, the court places the children as their highest priority. In other words, that is the first issue that is always discussed and decided upon by the court is is the minor children, because the court and society realizes that the only voice that these, you know, children have are, if not, if a guardian ad litem isn't appointed, is then for the court to make rulings that are in the best interest of the children. So they're they're not as interested in what the parents want or the parents' needs as they are interested in what the children's needs are. So one of the things I always recommend is, you know, what are your children's schedules? What are they involved in? What what is in what activities do they participate in? How is their school environment? Do they need tutorial assistance? Are they doing great in school? Whatever it is, you want to maintain that continuity for the children. Um, So, you know, it would be great if the parents can decide on how best to effectuate that. However, oftentimes they they cannot. I I call that job security because, unfortunately, (laughs) I I, I see that. Yeah, I can imagine. 
Yeah, I see that all too often. And um, the, the court's main priority, as I said, are, are the children's needs. So I always ask the clients, well, what is your proposal for how we're going to meet these children's needs and what is best for them? And you've got to consider so many different factors. Um, you know, uh, you got to consider their daily factors, how they're doing, you know, where their friends are, where, um, you know, what do they want to switch schools or is it good for yeah. them to switch I mean, there's just so many issues. You know, switching schools can be pretty traumatic for a kid. So yeah. I imagine that's yeah. something the court would prefer not happen. Uh, absolutely. If you can avoid it. I mean, obviously, there are circumstances when that cannot be avoided, because when a parent moves, if, mm-hmm. if they can't get special accommodation from the district, then you're going to be assigned to whatever school your parent's house is at. Right. So. Um, we, we, that's one of the things we determine a lot is, you know, if one parent is going to stay in the same school zone, you know, that we utilize that parent's address for maintaining the child's schooling there, uh, you know, because we want to keep right. them in the same school if, if they're doing well, if at all possible. So, yeah, those are, those are definitely things that the, the kids, you know, that the court considers that the children, um, is sometimes they need counseling to get through this because they're having a rough time adjusting, right. uh, having both parents. So that needs to be considered as well. Yeah, that's a, um, that's a, certainly the priority should be the kids. And you, you hope that's the case with the parents. Sometimes I'm sure, though, that they're fighting with each other so fiercely that they, they, they don't notice that the kids are at, at, at risk or not doing well. Oh, yeah. And then, and then what they do is they compound that because then they put the children in the middle. Well, if your father wasn't such a yeah. blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, or, you know, or tell your mother that I said, <laughs> you know. That, <laughs> yeah, that's not the right approach. Uh, no, but unfortunately, it happens all the time because people are speaking with emotions mm-hmm. and anger, and and they're not really thinking about okay, I need to take the high road here, and I need to make sure that my child is able to have a relationship with both of his or her right. parents. Right. It, hey, Millie, yeah. in the last uh, two minutes or so, I want you to contrast that with the couple that really has a great uh, relationship and says to the judge, "We're going to work together as best we can for the kids," and how they can save themselves some time and money in the court system by cooperation. Absolutely. There's a process called collaborative law practice where if if both parties are willing to work together, um, they can use the assistance of their lawyers towards drafting an agreement. So they may use a mediator or some other professionals to help them get there, whether it be a financial planner or um, a psychologist or counselor or what have you. And courts love to see when people can work together. And I always tell people, if you are playing a role and making your own divorce work, then you're going to have you're going to have a happier time with the result, right. as opposed to a court imposing them on you. Because it's possible that you could just go to war with each other and spend uh, tons of money and not get anywhere and still end up, uh, you know, in a disagreement. Uh, yes, you can. You can, and I hope that that doesn't happen. And we strive for that not to ever happen. Um, you know, but definitely, if you can work together, I mean, your kids are usually happier. You're going to wind up with more money because right. you're not paying divorce attorneys. Right. Much, they, you know? It can be a little pricey, <laughs> I bet. It, it can definitely be pricey. Obviously, you know, we get paid by the hour. So the more arguing the parties want to do, you know, the meter is running. That's right. And, you know, even though I tell people that, um, you know, they still do it anyway. So I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, it just is what it is. All right. right? Millie Athanason, com. Millie, what's the best way for folks? Where are you located and how can they get to you? 
So I have uh, two locations now. Uh, the main office is in Newport Ritchie, and I have a second office in Spring Hill. My number is 727-376-9100 or one 833 ask Millie, M-I-L-L-Y. That's a good one. Millie Athanason, the law offices of Millicent Athanason, athanasonlaw.com. Thanks so much. She's our legal expert here on the show with some great divorce uh, attorney uh, selection and debate divorce uh, information for you out there if you're having to go through that kind of thing. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, Brandon Faust is in the house. He's going to tell us all things mold. In addition to our feel-good story about the Denver police, they're giving out advanced auto parts gift cards instead of tickets. Find out how you can get one of those. And don't forget about our, our website, ConsumerQB.com and of course YouTube. I'm pushing this hard because I want you guys to check out all the videos on our YouTube channel. YouTube Consumer Quarterback Show. We've got so many videos online posted. You're going to meet our expert contributors and get a feel for the show. Don't go anywhere. The Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call. You can find out how to get in touch with all our expert contributors. You can also get in touch with some of the real estate properties that you've seen on the show, commercial and residential opportunities available. And of course, our sponsors are also on the site. Replenish IV Solutions is their sponsor for this particular segment. Really cool business idea. Everybody's concerned about their immune system nowadays. And Replenish IV Solutions has a way to keep you hydrated and your immune system at top working order by injecting uh, minerals and vitamins right into your bloodstream. So you can go see them at one of their locations, or they'll come directly to your place of business or your home. So Steve and Lisa Gunnan do a great job at Replenish IV Solutions, longtime friends of the show. Check them out online. they got lots of five-star reviews. And, of course, we've got a few properties for you to look at because Brandon owns the Platinum MVP team. He's a Keller Williams agent. And Johnny's going to put a few up on the screen for us to look at. So whether you're looking for commercial opportunities or residential opportunities, opportunities. Brandon still has one for you. 1200 Gulf Boulevard. This is a gorgeous beachfront penthouse right here. Nearly 4,000 square feet. Three bedroom suites, an office, a den, two Gulfside balconies, 1,100 feet of terrace with gazebo, garage and parking space. is really beautiful. 1200 Gulf Boulevard. Man, that is quite a property. If you're looking to get into the Clearwater area, call Brandon. Here's Largo. So if you've got over one acre of land in Pinellas County, right in Largo, 11724 132nd Ave., Income opportunity property is currently rented. You've got uh, about 1,200 square feet, three-bedroom, one-bath, and another 730-square-foot property ready to go. Perfect for builders and developers, entrepreneurs, minutes from Clearwater Beach. If you're looking to get into Largo, Brandon has over an acre of land in Pinellas County. Get in touch with him and the Platinum MVP team. All right, in our studios, right here in our Salem Media Group studios, Brandon Faust, Mold Zero. He owns Mold Zero. He's got more stories about mold. Mold is out there. You don't know it because you don't see it a lot of times with the naked eye, and it's behind a wall. It's somewhere you don't consider, and next thing you know, you're not feeling great, and you don't know what it is, and it's uh, mold is, can be tricky. So Brandon comes in all the time and shares some great stories with us, and of course, you've got to have a solution and a lot of things. We, we had Rusty on. 
So we got to meet Rusty last time yeah, he was on the show. He's my partner. Yeah, Rusty's a great guy. Great job on the show and really interesting story. He had his own personal experience and kind of got him motivated into this into this line of work. I thought that was really cool. Absolutely. I, that was really what got the ball started for us was uh, his wife, Carol, yeah. uh, having her own physical issues. That They were really just trying to figure out where it was coming from. Yeah. I can imagine you got to be a private eye here. You, they start to eliminate things. Is it the diet? He said they went to all kinds of specialists. They did everything. The, the number of stories that I've heard that are very similar, if not identical, it's it's pretty mind blowing. The amount of money they get spent trying to figure out what's actually right. going on. Um, you know, they're thinking it might be diet. They might think it's Lyme disease. It's this. It's that. They can't figure it out. Right. And then it ends up that you no, know, they have they have mold in their home. So. And it's not as simple as just looking at the wall and seeing a patch of mold, is it, Brandon? No, it's interesting. I actually was um, I was at a home yesterday with a, a roofer, and uh, they had a, an unfortunate situation where the the roof wasn't necessarily put on correctly, right? And the next storm came in, and the water was just coming down, mm. right? And we had been actually doing a job in the home where you could actually see the visible mold behind the walls and on the um, you know two by fours on the studs, etc. You could see it there. But when the water came down, they moved the containment that we had set up, and they also uh, the containment was not put up well because uh, you really have to make sure that it's sealed correctly. Right. And then they put fans around the room, and I said, "Look, you know the way that you guys ended up handling this, right? It, you cross contaminated the entire house." He's like, "What are you talking about? All you can see is the mold right there. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you cross contaminated?" I'm like, "It's everywhere." The, it's airborne. It's, it's airborne. The spores are microscopic. Right, right. You know, you can fit 10 mold spores on the tip of a hair, mm. and the gas that it releases is even smaller. Right. So, you know, you don't necessarily know that it's there or that it's off-gassing. And if you see it colonized, I mean, you're way past the point you want to right. be. Yeah. So I imagine it's in the air before it's on the wall. Before you see a big spot on the wall, it's already in the air. Completely. And that's part of the thing that most yeah. people don't realize. Another story, I was with a lady this morning. She's got a, a condo, and she brings it to the attention. Hey, listen, our storage units, they have mold in them. She's talking to the you know uh, property management company, the condo association. And they're basically saying, what are you talking about? That's not mold. You know, there's mm. no issue. But as soon as you walk in, it's extremely musty. It's like Mike Tyson punching you in the face. Right? <laughs> right. It's like, are you kidding me? Right. That's not mold. So the other thing is the only person that can really legally say, hey, this is mold is the lab per the Florida laws. Okay? okay. So you get an inspector in there. They can't really say it's mold. I can't say it's mold. The only person that can really say it's mold is a lab. You got to test it. Some of these old time Florida people have seen mold for years. I mean, it's just part of what they've, they're used to seeing it all around. It doesn't right. ring a bell. It doesn't raise alarms for them. Uh, Absolutely. Then they, someone has that physical response. All of a sudden, their respiratory distress, their eyes are, what is Watering, this? Yeah. 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 We see it all the time with the snowbirds. They come back, you know, and their their humidity was high. They cut, They shut down their blinds because in case there's a, you know, a hurricane mm-hmm. coming or whatever, they walk in, they turn on the switch, and they have like a green-white fuzz of film <laughs> across everything. And they they call in a cleaner. Right, because they think it's it. natural, it's normal. Oh, it's no big deal, right? right? And then they wonder why they're sick for the next two or three weeks or whatever it may be. And in some cases, you invite the spores actually into your body. And what does mold need to grow? Water, 
nutrients, and oxygen. We'll so find you, that in you. You breathe in those spores, and before you know it, you have a big problem. First of all, this this thing has been eye-opening for me from the start when you came on board and started doing the show with us. But also, the idea that mold is a living thing and it's going to respond to my actions. This is this really took me set me back a little bit. It took me for a loop because I thought, hey, I see mold on my wall. I'm going to get some Clorox and a sponge. I'm going to go right over to that. I'm going to clean it right up and <laughs> be done with it. The mold actually in it, it senses my attack and immediately takes defensive measures. 100%. And obviously, you gotta, you got to think with it within reason, right? Let's say you have some mildew in the shower. It's probably right. mold, honestly. Right. That's like mildew is almost a euphemism for mold. Sure. But, you know, you go clean that off. It's not a big deal. But what you're not thinking is that you're, while you're scrubbing it, right, or wiping it down, you're actually spreading the spores. Right. Right. And now it's getting into the grout. And then you wonder why it came back, and it came back with a vengeance. You know? I just thought it's alive. The fact that it's alive made me second thoughts. And then it has a natural instinct for survival, like every, everything yeah, Everything would. else. You know, what happens when you attack a dog? What happens right. when you attack a porcupine? They're going to take an action to defend itself. Right. The main thing is that when you get to larger levels, then you really don't want to mess around with it. But I would ask the question, if you're seeing it in your bathroom, if you're seeing it on your vents, don't go and just go, oh, I have a little bit of mold there. No, that's the last place that it's Mm -hmm. manifesting. There's a deeper cause. It usually is in your ducts. It's usually in your air handler, right? right? And that you're seeing it grow in places where it's wet, where basically the spore will land. You create, it creates a biofilm, there's water, and then you get dust, nutrients, you know, skin cells, whatever, and then it will actually start growing. Hmm. So the smaller stuff, not such a big deal in terms of kind of wiping it away, but you got to dig deeper. And that's where you put your detective hat on and you find right. out you have a massive nest in your ducts or you have a massive nest at the bottom of your air handler where it's constantly wet and condensating. Well, you've shared some stories over the years where it's a very, very tiny uh, penetration somewhere in the wall, somewhere in the ceiling, somewhere in the roof, where just a tiny bit of moisture has managed to find its way in there and just left untreated over time. You're going to get this process because of the heat and the water in our area. There's just no way around it. Absolutely. I mean, I had it in my own house where we had um, a leak. And the only time it would leak is it when we were like washing the dishes or using the sink. But there was a crack in the pipe and it was enough moisture, mm-hmm. right, the the mold started, and every time it got more water, it would grow, right? It would germinate. So before I know it, you know, we're wondering why we're all sick and why we all have colds and we all have, you know, uh, mucus and, right. you know, all these things, runny nose, headaches, and we're wondering what's going on. And I look and I see just a little bit behind the cabinets, right? I see, oh, man, maybe there's something going on. What actually turned uh, what turned it on, turned us on to it is my wife moved a mat, and there was some there was some mold underneath the mat. So I was like, oh, that, the only reason there's mold beneath that mat is because it's wet. So I checked it with my moisture meter. Sure enough, it was wet. Huh. So then I looked deeper, and then there was a different type of mold actually behind the cabinet. So then when we pulled the cabinet out, sure enough, we had black mold all behind the wall. Right? Now, tell me about black. What's, what, why don't, it's supposed to be the danger, you know, the worst one. Is that right? Well, I should probably use the term stachybotrys is what we had behind okay. the wall. So that's a toxic mold. Okay. Okay. So certain molds are more toxic than others. In actual fact, uh, stachybotrys, the gas that comes from that particular mold, it has been, um, it has actually been grown by armies, by militaries, and then the gas harvested and taken and then used as chemical warfare. Would you right? be able to smell that in a home? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, okay. no. In my case, Absolutely not. Wow. We could not smell it. Huh. Right? I even did air samples, and it was clean because it's releasing a gas 
the air samples don't pick up the gas. They pick up the spores. And Uh black mold in particular has a heavy spore. So it it doesn't necessarily float around. But the gas does. And that was what was making us sick huh. in, the, in the house. Invisible, wouldn't even know it's there behind a wall. Really, it's just something you better have a pro come out and take a peek because you can't eyeball it yourself and say, I'll take care of it. No, it's really more than anything, it's the people test, right? It's like, are you experiencing headaches, joint aches, respiratory issues, rashes, congestion that is unexplainable? Some people have literally thought they had, you know, COVID. Right, and it's it pollen, out, it's this or that. You yeah, come up with a reason it, for it. They think it's allergies, right? No, there's something going on behind your walls. There's something going on in your ducts. There's something that is happening that you're not aware of. If you're seeing it with the naked eye, right, especially if it's like colonized, it usually is way past the point that you want it to be. And different molds have different colors, different textures. And, you know, I've gotten pretty good at being able to tell what type of mold it is just by eyeballing it. But. I can't say that's what it is officially, right? Because Mm -hmm. the only person can do that is a lab. But, you know, when I first ran across Catomium, which is another toxic mold, I literally thought it was mud specks. And sure enough, it was actually a toxic mold. And we see that behind the baseboards all the time. I got to believe Florida is one of the... If if I was a mold and I'm looking to go somewhere, Florida's got to be host to as many kinds as there are anywhere because of our humidity and our climate. That's the way it is. I mean, where there's water, there's life. And, you know, it was funny. The lady that I was talking to about her storage unit, you know, the the person that ran the property was like, there's no mold. There's never been a leak there. There's never been some sort of issue like that. Mold needs water to grow. Mm. You're right. Absolutely. You're, You're on point. But in Florida, you have enough water in the air for mold to grow because there's dry molds and there's wet molds the dry molds will actually start growing at 61 percent humidity so if you're past 61 percent humidity and and it's stable we're past it just about every day of the year down here i mean it's like 74 to 79 percent on average Mm -hmm. so you only really have two or three months out of the year where we're in the 40 45 percent range right and if you have it over 61 percent and it's not climatized you're not getting that airflow there's not fans there's not a dehumidifier etc you're going to wind up with a mold bloom and you don't want to bring that stuff back back into your home because then before you know it, it's being sucked into your return it gets into your hvac it gets into your coils and then you have a much bigger problem well, we're going to talk to a lot more about this with brandon and some of the things he's done some of the jobs he's worked on the different techniques he uses to get mold away from you and to detect it so that you can really understand what's going on because again it's, it's silent and invisible most of us had no idea it's there so a really critical topic that we're going to cover when we come back from this break also don't go anywhere feel good story brandon makes me put one in every single show denver pd is giving out gift cards instead of tickets we're going to tell you how you can get one of those don't forget that uh, all our partners brandon included can be found at consumerqb.com and go to our youtube channel check them out you can get to see everybody and check out their videos at youtube consumer qb and the consumer quarterback show rolls on this is work done and you're listening to the real estate quarterback show hosted by my man brandon rhymes to get in touch with brandon call 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com this is diane vance with fairway independent mortgage a member of the consumer quarterback show please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs we do all sorts of loans If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com.
Ian Beckles here with my man Brandon Rimes, aka the real estate quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right, ConsumerQB.com, a great resource for you. And, of course, I keep mentioning the YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search the Consumer Quarterback Show. We want you to get in touch with all of our partners. They do such a great job. In addition to our sponsors, Brothers Easy Moving is a sponsor for this segment. Uh, This is the official moving company of the Consumer Quarterback Show. These guys moved Brandon himself into his house and did such a great job that he said, you guys are the official moving sponsor, whether it's local or long distance. Check them out online, Brothers Easy Moving. They do a great job. I teased this feel-good story before. I thought this was a great thing. Denver police uh, giving out advanced auto parts gift cards instead of tickets. So the Denver Police Department and the advanced auto parts store up there have joined forces to serve the community and help keep motorists safe in the Mile High City. Police officers will now be handing out gift cards to the automotive parts provider instead of writing up tickets. How's the program going to work? Now, when they pull over a motorist for, say, a bad headlight or defective taillight, they'll have the option to give that person a $25 gift card to help the motorist get it fixed. And so the advanced auto parts is thrown into this. They've donated $125 gift cards to the Denver PD in an attempt to launch this new vehicle safety program. He says, we are very much looking forward to this. The Denver Police Officer uh, Chief Paul Pizan said, Advanced Auto Parts donation not only helps us get greater compliance with the motoring public, but it also helps us build and strengthen relationships with the community. So really cool outreach there by the Denver Police. Maybe you'd get lucky and get a gift card instead of a ticket for your taillight being out. Before the break, we were talking with Brandon Faust and we talked a bunch about mold and, of course, all the different things he's seen and done. Some of the, I want to talk about some of the cures, some of the jobs you've done, some of the things you've done, that church job. You brought in video Absolutely. pictures. Man, that was giant. Uh, talk a little bit about how they found it. And you can imagine a church, all these people are coming from other locations into this atmosphere. They're getting sick. You know what I mean? This is a terrible thing going on because the, the church feels responsible for making these guys sick. Absolutely. And the pastor was getting sick yeah. all the time. He had headaches. He, you know, It was lasting for quite a while. And it had been happening for a long time. Hmm. They didn't know they had a mold issue until they had shut down the church because of the shutdowns from COVID-19. And then when they came back in, they saw the green-white fuzz on all the pews, on the Bibles, on pretty much everything. Their sound systems, it was all over the entire sanctuary. Tell me about the structure. Is it an older building, or how did you think it was compromised? Not necessarily. It was because of the humidity levels, oh, okay. right? It was a, you know, it probably built in the 1980s, something right. like that, maybe 1970s. Um, you know, when you had the AC going on, they probably had to try to keep it cool to keep that mustiness down. Mm-hmm. But they may not have been, realized that they, when you keep it too cool, you can create condensation and then you wind up creating a bigger nest 
in places that you don't see until it's too late. Yeah, you put a big late. congregation of people in there. They generate heat. Yeah. you got kind of a, a thing going on with the AC and the yeah. moisture in the, in the air. But then once they walked in after you know a month of shutdowns, and then they there was no denying it at that point in right. time because it was a green-white f- film you everywhere. See visually. Everywhere. I got you. Right. So it was definitely one of those things that – it was undoubted a situation. Now, what some people may have advised is we're going to just rip out the entire structure. But because Mold Zero does have a proprietary uh, fogging system and the volume and the density of the fog that we create, we were able to handle it without actually doing a big tear out job for that church. And it had a great result. Even in a big space like that, you guys are able to use the fog. Oh, 100 percent. Absolutely. We just brought in enough foggers that we created the volume fast enough that it was able to then linger for 30 to 40 minutes. They were then killing the air, airborne spores. And we saw an immediate spike in the uh, spore so load. So the defense mechanism that we talked about earlier. 100%. So, uh, you know, when we took the initial sample, it was 6,000 spores per cubic meter. Then three minutes into the fog, it went up to about 980,000 wow. spores per cubic meter. So that's mold saying, hey, we were under attack, and yes. they start to go airborne. Wants to perpetuate itself. Right. It releases its seeds. That's what a spore is. Right. It's a seed, right? And also the gas. And that's why all of my guys, when we did that job, were in full uh, personnel protective equipment, mm-hmm. full face masks, gloves, you know, booties. It was like fully taped up so that they could do it safely. And then we right. did the HEPA vacuuming, the wipe down. Um, we did air scrubbing afterwards, which is where you put in big, massive uh, HEPA filters. And then we were able to clean that air, and then we fogged it one more time. And then we actually got it to under 400 per cubic meter on those spores. Wow, right? really cool. So the church was able to open back up and get uh, the congregation back. I wonder, were there any steps? Uh, probably now that you have a routine plan where you guys come by every six months or one time a year to that's just actually, take a peek. That's actually something that we're underway on is yeah. developing a maintenance program because we really see that it is just part of life here in Tampa. There's some right. of these things that you're just not going to be able to get away from. It's similar to like having a, a pool guy, right? He comes out once a week and probably once or twice a year, he's going to have to come and do like a shock a on your job, pool, yeah. right? Where, cause there's algae and it's and just it that rain. time get of flooded. year. It's raining, you know, the pollen in the air, mm-hmm. etc. Before you know it, you wind up with a mold, like an algae bloom. It's very similar. There's probably times like that where we really should just come in and fog the whole house, fog the, the ducks. Yeah. Because what can occur is Even when you do a duct cleaning, what you're doing is you're agitating what's inside the ducts. Well, what about what's been blowing around your house for the last, you know, month, six months, last year, etc.? I actually have a clip from a guy who was expressing that exact thing because he didn't want to just do the duct cleaning. Okay. He wanted to actually get the whole home addressed, right? Yeah, let's give it a try. See what he says. This is a testimonial from one of Brandon's yeah. uh, customers. Hey, Brandon, just want to let you know some good news. Um, I totally see why your treatment is superior to all the other treatments. Coming back, um, when I opened the door, I could barely breathe as I came in. Came in at about 3.35, so like 25 minutes early, because there was so much uh, hydrogen peroxide and vinegar in the air. Nothing's going to make it out of that alive, you know, so that's fantastic. (laughs) And uh, we slept like, like babies yesterday breathing in the air conditioning directly under it it's completely clean thank you so much and you have an amazing product i get it i get it um so fantastic work Devin was great and um yeah it's lovely 
Now he's talking about the dry fog. Yeah, that's exactly what he's talking now about. Now you say proprietary. Understand what he means by that. No one else is doing that. Yeah, we basically, we're a licensee of a company out in Utah. We were looking for, you know, as Rusty told you, a way to salvage his home without right. doing a full dem- demo of the home, right? Because he had a lot of raw wood in his home. So they needed a system which was going to basically treat the airborne spores, surface mold, etc. So they hooked up with Pure Maintenance out of Utah, and they came in fog their home and rusty saw wow this really should be brought to the world right. right so he said look let me be a licensee so when that occurred you know there was an opportunity in tampa he had some friends out in tampa and they were interested in getting their home treated and before you knew it sure. he had a, li- a list of people uh fortunately for me he asked me to come on board and um that's sort of my background is more sales marketing increasing right. the size and growth of a company so i came on board and basically um in the last four, four and a half years from once I came on board, we had pretty much 30x the size of the company. Yeah, could right. you imagine uh, having to tear apart your house or just send a fall? I mean, you could see the huge advantage to this technology when you're talking about not just tearing out to get to the mold, but then you got to build back. you got to have I mean, It's a huge it, deal. It's a huge headache. And in some cases, it honestly has to be done, right. right? But if you don't have to do it, then great. Let's not do it. Absolutely. You know? And I had, you know, f- f- another thing that happened with me is it was like right out the gate, I had done, you know, all my training certification for mold and my son was having an issue at a month old where he wasn't able to breathe so my training kicked in so rather than taking him to a bunch of doctors because he woke up three days in a row not able to breathe i then started looking for the environmental toxicities the triggers in the environment sure enough i moved a shelving system my mom had come to visit there was a pinhole leak it was leaking behind the wall into the laminate flooring climbing up the shelving system and that was the same room where the ac was pulling air and then distributing it all throughout the house and i fogged my house the next day my son slept an hour longer with no difficulty breathing it was black and white so that was Boy, my first aha moment you can see thing. how this thing is it takes a professional because you and i just don't have the eyes and ears to notice when it's getting bad and before you know it your health is compromised brandon about 30 seconds left i want to give everybody out there an opportunity to find out how to get in touch with you and what they can do absolutely well moldzero.com that's really easy you okay. know anybody can actually mold write zero. in through moldzero.com our phone number is 727-900 9202, I believe, is what it is. Maybe it's 7202. Either way, they can also call 727 No Water. That's really easy. If they want to get a hold of us, 727 No Water. That's how you prevent mold, is you make sure you don't have water in your home. 727 No Water. Brandon Faust, Mold Zero, does a great job coming on. Not just going to tear your house apart. He's got technology to try to save as much of it as he can because he realizes this is an important issue. It's a health issue. It's really talking about a health issue for your family and you want to take care of them. Thanks so much for coming in, Brandon, sharing that with us. I want to thank all you folks for listening to Consumer Quarterback Show. I want thank Brandon Rimes for giving me the opportunity to host when he's away. Make sure you go to YouTube. Please check out our videos online. There's some good stuff up there, and it's all about you, the consumer. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rimes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.